0: Feeling today? Yeah. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of how I feel. I'm not sure. Uh. Good, but a little sluggish. How are you feeling?
0: I feel great.
1: That's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I slept a lot, so I can't uh, complain.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's a normal weekend. Just no plans. <laughs> Just going with it. (laughs) It's a long weekend,
0: though, so this is our second episode that we've recorded this weekend. Of course, you're all seeing them once a week. Yep. But this is nice because then we'll have kind of like a backlog to work through and we can take a week off if we want.
1: Yep. Yeah, I got a new computer so I can help edit now. I'm, I'm very excited.
0: excited. I'm, I'm way like, more excited for that than you are.
1: <laughs> I think so. I think I'm just excited to have a working computer. My computer worked, but not very well.
0: I've actually really enjoyed editing. Like I uh I like developing the new skill. Yep. And it's surprising like it's this like cool blend of of technical skill but also creativity. Yes. So like I think you're really going to like that.
1: Yeah, sometimes I might be almost too much of a perfectionist when it comes to creativity art side but yeah so i'll probably like the first time i do something i'll be like "Well, you change this and this and this Mm -hmm. and this but it'll be fun like i don't mind that myself
0: (laughs) yeah i noticed like so i was like trying to trim some of our longer pauses yes And I start like I don't know, I I got maybe through like a third of the episode that I was editing and I was when I was doing that. And then I was like, I I can't. Like like I need to get more sleep. I need to do work stuff. I need to, you know, XYZ things in life. And I just couldn't go through like the entire episode, like trimming every little thing. And so I didn't. And I'm happy with that. Yeah. I've never been a perfectionist though.
1: We'll see. Maybe this week I'll edit one and see how it goes. <laughs> uh, what else did
0: we do recently?
1: Uh, Well, last week, wasn't last weekend we went to the fashion show with Steven, who was on our previous episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually meant to talk with him about that on air, but we were having so much fun going through all the other topics and we ended up filling up like the entire podcast length Yeah, with like, I don't know, it, w- it was like two thirds of the things that we planned to talk about. So.
1: Right. And so neither of us have been to a fashion show before. Did it meet your expectations? Like what you thought a fashion show would be like or not?
0: I don't know if I came in with a lot of expectations, but uh, the little bit. So, well, I guess I'll say I've been to like fashion events before, but never to a runway show. Gotcha. It's like I've been to events where different fashion designers like have all their wares on display. Kind of like in separate booths. Yep. This is the first time that I've seen like models going down a runway, like the camera flashes going off and all the hype around that. I thought that was super cool. So I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing like the amateur models versus the ones who looked like they had more experience. Yeah. yeah, Because like you really got to see the difference between somebody with a very well-practiced runway walk versus somebody who's like still kind of like figuring out how to, Move in that way, and then, yeah, like amateur designers versus people who've been in the industry for close to a decade, decade. Um, definitely some differences there. so,
1: yeah, I think I was hesitant <clears throat> about like well, how I would feel about going. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to a fashion show. I don't know how I feel about it, But when I got there, it was really, really cool. I think I don't know if it was the atmosphere or just I think part of it is seeing the actual clothing go down the runway that you're like wow like that's something i would never think about doing like myself like how do people come up with these designs and how Mm -hmm. do they create these pieces and i think i was just a really really appreciative of the work that someone can do that i can't and i think that's why i enjoyed it so much Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah it was a really good atmosphere
0: overall did any of the pieces stand out as something that you would consider wearing uh, I'll give you a second to think because, like, when I've uh, my wife and I will like watch runway shows like on YouTube, right? Pretty frequently, but a lot of the clothing is just like too loud for something yes. that I would wear in almost any situation,
2: yeah.
0: And I've got a pretty loud fashion sense to begin with,
2: yeah.
0: So, uh, even at that fashion show, like the men's the fashion show that we went to, the men's lines were. Still, just like a little too much, a little, yep, a little too like, uh, I don't know if like focused is maybe the word. It's just like they're trying to hit a theme, yeah. And that's like kind of all you see in the yep. clothing.
1: I agree. So, kind of like you said, like my level of loudness in fashion is probably even more toned down and there were like a wide range I feel like for the female line though so like there were some normal pieces that I could see people wearing that are more like have more of a loud fashion sense I guess I could see people wearing that like if I went to the bars one night or something I still don't think it's me though but then on the other hand it was somewhat local people putting like designing these clothes and so I still felt like if I went and shopped the clothing, I would almost feel like I was supporting someone. I would be okay with buying something because it's supporting them and then try to figure out when I can wear it. But it would be mm-hmm. like a step out of my comfort zone maybe if I put it on. So I didn't go to shop because right. otherwise I think I would have bought something that I probably won't wear.
0: <laughs> or like you'd wear once.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just to like check the box. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it was a great experience. I want to go back. Um, And yeah. I, think, I think everyone that we went there with that night. Said that they would want to go back as well. Right.
2: Point. Yeah. So
0: if you get a chance in your community to check out a runway show, I recommend doing it. It's a heck of a good time.
1: Yeah. You just get to see some cool stuff created by people around you. Uh,
0: and if you live in like New York City, then <laughs> you're getting to see some really cool stuff right. made by people who are uh, just on another level. Yeah. So I think that's where Chen had gone to runway shows before, is New York City.
1: Yep. So. Yeah. Do you know of her? Like, was she still impressed by this? I would say it's not even like a smaller (laughs) one, but yeah.
0: I mean, she wasn't impressed by everything, of course. Right. Yeah. She found stuff that she thought was really cool.
2: Yeah. That's cool.
0: We almost went back at the end of the weekend to uh, pick out some things that we liked. But I think our respective lists of what we would have been willing to wear out of the entire show was pretty short mm-hmm. and just, you know, it takes time to like drive to downtown.
1: Well, yeah. And I was wondering, do they only have that one piece made? And so it doesn't have to be your size for you to buy it. That's
0: a great question. I don't. Know. I kind of regret not going just because I want to know the answer yeah. to that. <laughs> like, do they have like an entire... Like, do they have their line in various sizes, or do or they? Can you
1: order it? Or is it, yeah, yeah, is it
0: like fit to order? Yep, which is cool too.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice to know. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll know. find out. In the I future. guess
0: you know what we should do. We should like email one of the designers. Oh yeah, because we can look up all their contact info. Yep.
1: Yeah, I've already uh, done a little research myself because yeah, I started looking at a lot of their Instagram accounts. I guess because. I was interested in where they were from, if they have a website, if they normally sell clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. And it did seem like the one that I really looked at, she mostly created piece. Well, she's going to school still. So like she was mostly creating pieces for like school projects. And even this runway show was part of her like final, probably like, I forget what called, like a capstone project almost for mm-hmm. her degree. But, um, so I don't think she normally made stuff and sold stuff, but she like, Collected the things she made on her website, and I think they were available for purchase later.
0: I wonder Because Chen, I think would be a really good stylist and she talks about that, but she wouldn't want to be a clothing designer Yeah, I think I'd rather be on the design side I think I'd have a lot of fun like working with different materials and finding different like patterns and cuts. So. Oh, yeah,
1: I think I need some help with style first i don't think i can do either right now (laughs) but i think it would eventually i would like to be i don't know i don't because like that show kind of inspired me to be able to get creative Mm -hmm. and make something like that like why don't i just go to the fabric store and buy some pieces and try to make my own pants or shirt one day but because my mom was a big uh sewer Mm -hmm. is that what you call them so yeah she made like all my clothes maybe but, yeah, she made, like, my shorts growing up. She probably made a lot of baby clothes that I don't remember. But I wore shorts made by her until, like, sixth grade, I feel like. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Or dresses,
1: yeah.
0: You should get your so, mom on the show.
1: Yeah. She hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't sewn in a long time, but she. it's, like, one something she really likes.
0: How cool um, would it be if we wore custom clothing to an episode with your mom?
1: I don't think she has time to make us any
0: clothes. Yeah, that's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mom, if you're watching, you're on.
0: (laughs) Uh, We'd love to have her anyway. It's not about the custom clothing. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not going to apologize for this, but I think we had kind of a a bad dark triad segment earlier. Well, Not our fault. Well, it was a good segment. It was entertaining. But I think the website was having issues or something. It,
1: like, didn't give us the right results, I don't think.
0: Yeah, because we both had, we both answered the questions, like, very differently, but the results that we both got were exactly the same. Yeah. And it was a little suspicious during the episode. Uh, We just kind of kept rolling with it. We wanted to give it another shot, though, and get our actual dark triad results. And actually, I'm realizing now that I've got mine on my phone, and my phone is on the other side of the room. But... Ah! Maybe we can maybe we can go through your test first, okay, and then yeah. as as you're like digesting your results on mic, then I can go grab my results as well, that and then we can compare. That'll okay. Be
1: good. Yeah. Um, this is how
0: the sausage is made, everyone. All
1: right. So we should are we just reading the questions as we go?
0: Yeah. So uh, let me let me level set. So what we're going to do live on air recorded on air we are going to go through the dark triad test for elisa each question i've already taken the test and so at the end of her test we'll just kind of we'll talk about our respective results yep and i think it's going to be really good for those who didn't see the other segment dark triad test is uh designed to detect your levels of the three dark personality traits of narcissism machiavellianism and psychopathy, right? So uh, I guess we'll go into a little more detail on what those are at the end of the test. So let's just jump into it. Each of these questions has uh, one of five different responses to it. Um, So like starting with the first one, people see me as a natural leader. Uh, You can say disagree strongly, disagree a little, neither agree nor disagree, agree a little, or agree strongly so those are the five questions or the five answers that you can select for each of these all right let's jump into it people see me as a natural leader
1: this one i'm going with disagree a little
0: okay (laughs) just a little though
1: yeah well yeah it depends um i hate being the center of attention agree strongly
0: Wow, you really don't like attention.
1: Not the center of attention. I like attention, but not in front of everyone. So
0: you wouldn't do a solo (laughs) podcast? No, probably not. (laughs) Okay. Um, Many group group Um, activities tend to be dull without me.
1: uh, I'm going to say disagree a little.
0: I agreed a little. Not because I think like... I agreed a little because I think an event is better if I'm there, but not that it's bad if I'm not. Like, that that was my little balance in my head. (laughs) I know that I'm more special than others.
1: I saw this question when you were scrolling earlier, and I was like, well, I feel like I should say I agree because I'm taught when I grow up that my parents tell me I'm the most special person (laughs) there is, but (laughs) when I, like my gut reaction is disagree a little, I'll do. Because i got to think of myself as I'm a little special. Um, I like to get acquainted with important people. I'm going to neither agree nor disagree. I don't try my best to. I had
0: trouble with this question because I like getting acquainted with everybody. Yeah. And so, like, I could answer it as agree a little or maybe even agree strongly. But it's not like I like to get acquainted with important people more than other people. That's like Yeah. I don't know. Everyone has like the same level of importance to me.
1: I feel embarrassed if someone compliments me. That's kind of like the center of attention to me. So I'm going to say I agree strongly.
0: <laughs> I disagreed strongly. I this. love
1: compliments, it's great motivation for me, but I don't know how to react when someone gives me a compliment because I'm a little embarrassed.
0: I feel like I never mind. I'm going to skip this.
1: <laughs> I've been compared to famous people, disagree strongly.
0: I've been compared to Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have to look up who this is. <laughs> later.
0: Oh, you'll I might hear, know, yeah. No, I, I need to show the the um, the picture. I I actually don't think I'm that much I mean we're both skinny, I guess. I've
1: seen him before. Is he in some of the scary movies? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I've I get compared to like lean, darker guys. Oh, I see, I see.
1: Okay. I am an average person. I'm going to agree strongly on that one.
0: You are totally average.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I insist on getting the respect I deserve. I'm going to agree a little. Oh. I feel like I...
0: What's the situation?
1: I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, if someone doesn't respect me, I get really bothered by that, maybe. Like, even... Kind of, for example, like if I wasn't invited to a certain meeting about work that I did, I would be kind of hurt by that and be like, what the heck? And I don't know. So
0: interesting.
1: Like if someone, for example, when I'm coaching, if someone's disrespectful to other people too, it really bugs me inside. So I'm like, hey, knock that off. Mm -hmm. So I like respect. I don't know if I am very good at demanding it. That's a different story, but.
0: I, I think when I answered this, I said something in the disagrees because um, I, I don't insist on it. It's just like it seems uh, short sighted or, or like incompetent, like like in a meeting situation, if I should be in a meeting, I'll be like, no, I should be in this meeting because it's important that I'm there because I provide this. Value.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess I didn't view that as like a respect thing. It's more just like, why would you not include me in this meeting where I yeah. can provide value? Yeah, But but maybe that is what that means. Maybe.
1: I was thinking of more like your managers or leadership is in the meeting talking Mm -hmm. about something you did that, I don't know, I feel like you could explain better, but just not there. I don't know. Kind of an example.
0: Um, I am am very attractive to the opposite sex.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Interesting.
1: (laughs) This is like one of those things where it's like, I want to say yes, but I also don't like... Putting myself out there like that. I'm going to do.
0: We can always bleep it out. Neither
1: agree nor disagree.
0: Okay. I said agree a little because I think I am, but in an unconventional way. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like like,
0: Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like you obviously are in some way. Like everyone could probably say that. I don't know. It's a weird question to me. But it's not wise to tell your secrets. Um, I'll say agree a little.
0: Mm. Fine then. Keep your secrets.
1: (laughs) I can pretend to be friendly with important people to look better in their eyes. Um, I'll probably agree a little. (laughs) I'm good at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I also said agree a little. It's, I don't think friendly is the right word for it but like I'll be more harmonious with someone than what I might feel they innately deserve from me yeah that's just to like keep things flowing yeah like like I'll maintain good relationships you know at at work or otherwise with people that I might not other uh, like otherwise decide to to bond with in that way to be more approachable so like the flow of information keeps going and right and there aren't any like roadblocks to like stuff getting done
1: Yep. Avoid direct conflict with others because they may be useful in the future. I'm going to agree strongly.
0: Interesting. I'm
1: heavy against conflict. Burning bridges is bad in my head.
0: <laughs> so I don't view conflict as burning bridges. And I, I hit somewhere in the disagrees on this because I think I think if you're able to like confront issues, um and this goes for like personal life and at work, if you're able to confront issues head-on and communicate it openly, then it doesn't burn a bridge. I think it makes the relationship stronger, gets everybody more on the same page. And, you know, this okay, so this is phrased, avoid direct conflict with others because they may be useful in the future. If you're at the level where you're able to communicate openly and directly with someone, there is going to be more usefulness and value in the future.
1: Yes, I agree with that. I'm more of thinking like, I don't know, when I think of conflict, I think of a heavier hit than I disagree with this, we should do something this way, or have you thought about this because, I don't know.
0: So, you read it as more like having a fight kind of thing? Yeah,
1: but that's maybe how I think of conflict. (laughs) Um, It's wise to keep track of information that you can use against people later. I will disagree... I'm like between a little and strongly, um, I'll disagree strongly. I feel like that's my gut, but it's like, well, if someone does something inappropriate, I feel like that should be handled appropriately. Mm -hmm. But anyway, to wait for the right time to get back at people, disagree strongly.
0: Oh, you think you should get back right away?
1: (laughs) I hope that's not what it means. Uh. There are things you should hide from people because they don't need to know. Um, that's like a weird context. I might neither agree nor disagree on that one. I'm not sure.
0: I definitely hit in the agrees on that. That's like the keeping the secrets thing. Like it's wise yeah. to keep some things to yourself or to like a very small
1: Yeah, bubble. and like I'm even thinking like is it something they really – affects their lives and if you told them – would think about it too much get too involved when they shouldn't get involved i don't know make your plans benefit you Oh, make sure your plans benefit you not others i'll agree a little on that
0: interesting how do you how do you view that like what are you thinking about when you make that determination
1: i just think i'm someone who is a people pleaser and part of that comes with probably doing things that don't benefit me and Mm -hmm. I'm just doing it to help others. And so I think I need to be more of a make sure what I'm doing, I actually enjoy. And I feel like I've been doing that a lot more even within the past two, three years, maybe so.
0: Okay. So this is something that you're like personally developing. So this is like your ideal state is to be focused more on like meeting your own needs.
1: Yes. And I hope it doesn't mean like make sure if it doesn't benefit, like I want whatever I'm doing to benefit others as well. I don't think I'm hurting others by doing something I want to do for myself, but I don't know. We'll see what that comes out to.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Most people can be manipulated.
1: I mean, I think people can be. I feel like we talked about this one Mm -hmm. a little bit. I'll just agree a little. I feel like that might be a switch from when I answered this last time because I agree people can be. Um,
0: I completely control my emotions.
1: Disagree a little.
0: So you have some control.
1: Yeah, just a little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, most people are lazy and will not work hard until you force them to. I'm going to disagree um, strongly. I feel like there's a lot of people who work hard. I do too. being forced.
0: I think uh, what percentage of people do you think are innately hardworking?
1: I want to say as high as like 70.
0: I was going to say like 85.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I was We're at, both pretty high. I was
1: though. at 80 and I was like, no, 75. Mm, no, mm-hmm. 70. <laughs> like, I kept putting it down a little. I don't know.
0: I have a lot of faith in the...
1: I feel like there's a lot of motivators. But in
0: humanity, yeah.
1: Yeah. To get revenge on authorities. Disagree strongly. This one's so funny. I don't like revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I avoid <laughs> dangerous situations. Agree strongly. I don't like... Yeah. I'm not a risk
0: taker. I think I hit neutral on this. I don't think I avoid them. I, I feel like I, I think about them in a really, like, is this worth it kind of kind of way. But, yeah. And I do things to mitigate danger. But I, 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 I think I don't, like, have any reason to avoid them.
1: Huh. Lose my temper easily. Disagree strongly. Um, people often say I'm out of control. Disagree strongly. <laughs> he put agree strongly. Um <laughs> It's true that I can be mean to others. Disagree strongly.
0: I think like the past me might have been agree a little, but I think now I ended up being neither agree nor disagree. Interesting. Like I'll I'll be a little blunt with people if it's necessary, but I definitely don't go out of my way to like do that.
1: People with I can't even say it. people who mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> Always regret it. I'm going to say disagree strongly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've certainly never regretted it. So
1: <laughs> I don't know if I've made anyone regret something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never gotten into trouble with the law. Does a speeding ticket count? Mm-hmm. So agree a little, I guess. Or no, never. Yeah, agree a little because it's just a speeding ticket. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, sorry.
0: Well, let's, let's go back. I'm guessing like this is getting at like your... Risk taking oh, capacity.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I mean
0: So a speeding ticket I think does count.
1: Okay. Right. I do risk it on the yeah. on the speed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say anything to get what I want. Um I will disagree strongly. I'm not great at persuading people.
0: <laughs> I think uh th- this one's phrased so interestingly, like I'll say anything to get what I want. Maybe I disagree a little. I don't remember how I answered it, but I probably disagree a little because I think I will spend a lot of like mental energy phrasing things really diplomatically if if I need to. Like, I remember like as a consultant, it it was really important to be able to give bad news in a way that the client felt positively about, like positively about our work. Yeah. So like a lot of that is like because of the like the extra checks that we're doing on your financial results or whatever, or whatever. we detected this thing uh, yeah. wanted to let you know right away to make sure that we're able to handle it before it becomes an issue like that kind of yep like spinning
1: well i think that things. i think that does yeah like you would be good at better at that than i would like that's one of the reasons i think i'd be very stressed in a job like that because i cannot things like that, maybe. Sure. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's it's definitely a skill that you can build up. So if you're out there feeling like, you know, you don't have that skill, it's something that you can be trained to do. So I guess that's what I'll say for that.
1: Yep. And I mean, yeah, I did phone a in college where you call people, ask for money for the school. Oh. That was one of the hardest jobs. But like they train you to do it a certain way. And all I did was follow the format, but... Honestly, if I wasn't being listened to that day, because I listened to you on the calls, if I wasn't being listened to the first time they said no, I was like, okay, have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I just hate that feeling of prying, changing people's mindsets Mm -hmm. to get what you want. I don't know. I, I can't do it, but I think I would just be more stressed. I could eventually do it. Um, I do what I want, and I do not feel particularly obli- obliged to anyone. Well, I kind of already talked about that. I'm going to disagree Oh, uh,
2: strongly.
0: Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, disagree strongly. So um, let's pull up your results now, and if you want to start talking through that. Oh, while yeah.
1: I... Okay. So. Oh,
0: this is interesting, Elisa. <laughs> Ooh,
1: wow. Okay, so... I'm going to move this over a little bit okay. so that way I can see it. Sure. Close. So again, the three categories, narcissism, I got. Someone's going to
2: love this on video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so narcissism, I got a 64%, which is in the high range. Oh, it even describes it. It's an egotistical preoccupation with self. Narcissists are often proudly and openly shameless. They are not emotionally bound to others' needs and desires.
0: So do you think that's accurate?
1: I don't know. So so
0: 64%, does that mean 64th percentile? Like you are more narcissistic than 64% of the population?
1: I'm guessing, I I think so, but I don't think it describes it. Oh, check out your scores. I don't know, it just says a score.
0: Well, let's pretend that that's what it means.
1: Okay, so 64%. And when it says not emotionally bound to others' needs and desires, I feel like that's 100% me is the opposite. (laughs) I am very emotionally bound to other people's needs and desires, but it's probably the way I answered some of the questions.
0: Well, let's pretend like it's perfectly accurate since this is our second time going well,
1: through the day. It's track. perfectly accurate, guys. Okay. Machiavellian. Oh, my gosh. I can't say that word. Machiavellianism.
0: Machiavellianism.
1: Is 50%, which it actually says is the low range. So I'm wondering if, I don't know. It says the tendency to be manipulative and deceitful. People, it means you
0: are average in that, right? Like if we pretend probably, that that's a yeah, percentile. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Average. Such people usually exploit others to achieve their goals. So, yeah, I feel like average.
0: That's also like uh, maybe I could go with that. Let's be clear. Like it's the dark red test. These are dark personality traits, but. These are all traits that can be useful in certain situations, like they can be motivating or help you like deal with emotions. Uh, So these aren't like inherently bad and certainly not at like the levels that either of us are scored at. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, if you're hitting like 90% on one of these, it's probably maybe something you should talk to somebody about. But yeah, uh, these aren't like. None of these are concerning. It's not concerning to have like a 50% in something like
1: this. Um, Psychopathy is a personality disorder characterized by persistent antisocial behavior, impaired empathy and remorse, and bold, disinhibited, and egotistical traits. So I got a 22%, which says low range.
0: That's super low.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you know what's lower than that? A 0%, which is what I got. (laughs) I am not psychopathic. You hear that?
1: Um an inch Okay, yeah. Actually, but do you see this thing at the bottom? It says an average person is darker than you for 10%.
0: Okay, what it's phrased mean? weird. It's a clearly a weird website. I think it means like uh, the average person is 10% darker than you.
1: Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm below average.
0: No, I'm just kidding. I believe that. I believe the average person is 10% darker than
1: you. Yeah. Okay. What do you got?
0: Okay. So, um, like I said, my psychopathy is at zero uh, percent, which is great. My narcissism. I guess we'll, we'll start again at the top. My narcissism. Yours was 64%. I'm 62%. Interesting. So which that's is close. Yeah. I suspect I'm slightly more narcissistic than you. So I think maybe the tests are a little bit off, but.
1: Yeah, it might be, I feel like one of the questions I answered might have triggered that, and I can't remember which one now, Mm -hmm.
0: but. Machiavellianism, I actually got super low on this, 14%. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Yeah. I think, I think I said this the last time we went through the dark triad stuff. Probably my Machiavellianism used to be higher. Oh, yep. But I've come to enjoy being more direct in communication. Did
1: yours have like a bottom? statement no it didn't oh, okay. no.
0: yeah you came out Tell- you came out darker than i did on these well
1: yeah well where's your results from a different
2: website
0: yes
1: <laughs> so maybe the nice. questions are different <laughs> um anyway this is interesting now i'm gonna be more aware of these but actually that's it are you really maybe i'll probably say something and be like oh my god is that my machinella whatever the m word is <laughs>
0: Is that my <laughs> Machiavellianism? <laughs>
1: is that my maki showing? I don't know. Machiavellianism. I need work on that word. Okay, but yeah, it's interesting. But it is good to be aware of yourself and the personality traits that you have. I think it's also good to be like they say, even in work settings, team settings, to know like what your positive and negative traits are, um so that. You work better, and so like even in a relationship, I feel like it helps mm-hmm. to know.
0: Yeah. So yeah. And having like, here let's let's lay out an example. If you've got like a little bit of a narcissistic personality trait, that might motivate you to speak up in a meeting because mm-hmm. you're thinking that your ideas might be, like, innately better than some of the other ideas at the table. So that I can be that. like a good motivating thing, even if like, you know, logically that may not be true. But uh, it can, like, give you that little bit of a push. Same thing in a relationship. Like, some people will not communicate about issues that they're having in a relationship and just put the other person, like, above themselves more Mm -hmm. often than they should. But if you've got, like, a bit of that motivating self-interest, it can, yeah, it can, like, lead you to actually speaking up and working through something.
1: Yep. Yeah, because I actually feel like, Dan and I are both people pleasers, which can be bad because every time we want to do something, it's like, uh, what do you want to want for lunch? And I'll be like, "Um," and then I think about it a little bit. And then he'll suggest something and be like, let's have Indian. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, no, what were you going to say? <laughs> I want to do what you want to do. And I'm like, I want Indian. And I have to let like, it takes me a while to convince him that, yes, I'll have Indian food. I don't know. So, yeah. It's a struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. Neither of us having that like I want this trait. But I think it's also we both just go with the flow so easily. Maybe we don't like making decisions too.
2: Mm-hmm. That's part of it. Cool.
0: Cool. I like that. Yeah. Do you want to do you wanna to go to the other website that I've got? The little little tab there. Do you want the to click most, that little tab there?
1: The most jaw dropping questions.
0: Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> no, oh, no no don't don't sorry. Scroll. Yeah, also (laughs) ignore all these ads. (laughs) So we're on like a very virus infested website right now. Um, What are we doing here today, uh, Elisa?
1: We're going to give some advice.
0: (laughs) To people who aren't asking us.
1: (laughs) Yep, because no one asked us a question yet. Maybe we didn't post that episode yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't posted the episode yet, but um, (laughs) to the point. Uh, If you have any questions that you want our advice on, whether it's for yourself or for a friend that you know, feel free to send them in, throw them in the comments. We will read everything. And what we're going to do today is showcase just how good we are at giving advice by uh, reading through some actual advice column questions and uh, responding to them. So what's our first prompt here?
1: Um, So we dine at casual eateries periodically with certain friends. One of them habitually excuses herself by announcing, I need to go potty. This has progressed from embarrassing to simply annoying. What is the proper thing to say, or is it too late to say anything? Should it simply be ignored?
0: Can I first say, embarrassing is worse than simply annoying. So how, how is well, that a progression?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I agree. But also, why are they embarrassed? Like, it's just their friend group, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, I so... So I think, I think this is about like baby talk. Okay. Yeah. And baby talk in public. Yep. Like I need to go party is, uh, I didn't even like saying it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like I would never say it, but I don't think I would be embarrassed if one of my friends said it. I don't know.
0: I don't think so. It's just different. (laughs) Either. What about, you ever hear like couples do baby talk in public?
1: I don't know. Do you have an example? (laughs)
0: Okay, so I'm thinking about, like, when I'm like,
1: oh, Audrey, you're so
0: sweet. Oh, uh, little baby. Like, uh
1: I can't think of, like, a time I heard it, but I'm sure I have. And I don't think, yeah. Okay. Like, just...
0: I think, yeah, I, I don't think it bothers me. But I think, like, I've heard other people get weirded out by by people, like, I using baby talk. It, yeah. But that was even, like, in private, like. I'm thinking of a specific example that I don't want to go into too much detail on, but like I was with some family members at somebody's house, and somebody's like doing baby talk with their significant other, okay. and they're like, "Guys, stop! Like, what are you doing?" Yeah. And um, first of all, it was not directed at me, but uh, <laughs> it like I, like I remember it because I was like, "Oh, so apparently some people are, are like, yeah."
1: And the way you say, as a couples doing it. I think, especially if I was going to dinner or something with friends and there was a couple that we invited that always did it, I think it would get annoying to okay. me. Um, especially annoying if it or
0: embarrassing? Or?
1: Annoying. Okay. I would just be like, why do they have to talk like that all the time? Or <laughs> it's just like, I don't know.
0: At what point do you say something?
1: Oh, uh, I don't think I would say something. Ever? <laughs> no.
0: Would you just invite them less? Probably. Interesting. <laughs> so you would just cut them out.
1: Yeah. I, or like at least, yeah, less. I would like if they're my friends, I don't want to like push them away. I don't know. It's hard to say because I'm trying to think of like, okay, if I had good friends and if I was bothered by this, yeah, I think it, I don't, I couldn't say anything. I'd probably just try to go out less.
0: I think. If they did it one out of every three times that I hung out with them, I wouldn't say anything. And I would keep it okay. by hand. If it were more not... frequent, like one out of every two, two out of every three, yeah. I would say something. I'd be like, hey, can you guys not do that? Yep. And then if they respond negatively, then then fine. That's their choice.
1: Yeah. And like this one says, so that's kind of hitting on is it too late to say anything? I feel like no.
0: Yeah, it's never too late to say something. Um,
1: should it be ignored? I would. <laughs> but I don't think you have to ignore it. <laughs> I feel like you can say something.
0: I didn't I didn't prove the rest of these advice questions. Oh, we're just going for it? Yeah, so if it gets too crazy, then we'll just cut it. Okay. yeah want let's me to re- go.
1: read this one?
0: You know what? No, we won't cut it. We'll keep it all in there. Let's
1: go. Okay. <laughs> I just started seeing the same therapist my boyfriend went to until 3 months ago. Ooh.
0: We <laughs> Oh, you know what? No, that might be fine. If they're doing like couples counseling then, whatever. I I think it would be weird to like go to the same therapist.
1: Yeah, and the, well it's at different times though, so like she they just started and their boyfriend stopped going 3 months ago. But the same therapist. Still.
0: Okay. I'll I'll stop interrupting. You, you can That's read okay. It.
1: <laughs> and I can't shake the feeling that something happened between them. It was the way she was smiling when she was talking about him and the fact that she mentioned him without it being necessary. Also, he told me one of the reasons he stopped seeing her was because of their conversations got too casual and the fact that I don't trust him or myself. I don't know if I understood that.
0: Yeah, I don't know the trust myself part. Yeah. Like if she is this. I asked
1: him about it.
0: I assume this is a, a, a female, but maybe, yeah, I'm just going to assume so. that's a, it's a female. But um, told she, me? Yeah. she doesn't trust him. I can understand why that would be an issue. Like, she doesn't trust him, and she thinks he's getting too close to the therapist. Okay, But yeah. I don't, I don't know the trust myself part. But yeah, I don't know. Whatever.
1: I asked him about it. He told me nothing happened between them, and then immediately asked why I would think that. What should I do? I can't stop thinking about it, and I'd like to search for another therapist. If something were to have happened between them, I feel like I'm losing my mind.
2: That well, sounds heavy.
1: I almost have this feeling that she went to the therapist. That therapist, did she go because she was interested? If something happened between them, is that why she went to this therapist? Oh, to I was reading that like that. I was reading okay. it like. It might not be. I think they were.
0: I was reading it as though they were both going to the same therapist for a while, and she has the impression that the therapist happened to—I don't know—hook up with him or something. Yeah, (laughs) this could be a few different things, right? Yeah. Well, she could be paranoid. Yep. And.
1: Well, and I feel like there's probably a trust issue going on. Like, yeah, it's one of the. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be trust, otherwise, it's maybe not the best relationship Mm -hmm. and maybe stuff has happened in the past and otherwise paranoid maybe something just happened to her specifically not Mm -hmm. the boyfriend
0: involved but i think so this sentence really stood out to me too he told me nothing happened between them and then immediately asked why i would think that the way that that's phrased like immediately asked why i would think that that seems to me like a totally normal question. Like yeah. like someone's asking like, "Hey, did something happen between you and your therapist?" I'm like, "No." "Why? Why do you ask that?" Well, like that seems normal, yeah. but but it's presented here like immediately asked why I would think that as though he's being defensive.
1: Yes. Well, I was even thinking like I would be kind of offended if someone thought that and like I'm like, "Is there a rumor going around about that? I don't yeah. want that." I would start freaking out of like Why would someone question me?
0: I think you can tell when there's like a bit of like chemistry or like that, that crush energy. And I totally get what she's saying here about like bringing him up unnecessarily and having like a little smile about it. Yeah. And there's like different types of smiles too. So there's like the, there's that like. Kind of smile that you get that you can't hold back and if that's what she's talking about like yeah there could definitely be like crush energy there now that doesn't yeah. mean that like something happened between them
1: yeah and maybe she did kind of have a crush, and maybe he got that sense of that and that's why he stopped going
0: let me read that again so i just started seeing the same therapist my boyfriend went to until three months ago Oh, okay, so she just started seeing the therapist, yes. but that therapist stopped working with the boyfriend three months prior. I think so. Okay. I mean, maybe that's why they stopped. Yeah. Like, maybe there's Crush Energy and the the therapist was like, all right, like, we're going to stop. And what was that line about, like, being too casual?
1: He told me one of the reasons he stopped seeing her was because their conversations got too casual and the fact that I don't trust
0: him or myself. Oh, yeah. I mean, the boyfriend sounds like he did a good thing then.
1: It does sound like it. It'd be interesting to have this conversation in person so she could re reenact like
0: yeah.
1: how it, the conversation went. But
0: I mean, that sounds great. You like identified the issue and yeah. stopped the therapy.
1: So it kind of circles back around. I do feel like it's kind of like she's paranoid.
0: Mm-hmm. She
1: says, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I agree. I agree. You are.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I... I I sympathize or empathize mm-hmm. with like that kind of thought spiral. But I mean, it sounds to me like he did the right thing. I mean, we, we don't know, but I suspect nothing happened. And Yeah. And, and maybe
1: just needs to be a deeper conversation. Like what does got to casual mean or to like re make yourself feel better, I guess, about the situation.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. That was good. I like that.
1: On to the next one.
0: Uh, i so nervous. You can skip that. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: All right, there are two children that live across the street from us. Yeah, unless we
0: want to read the actual like, column advice.:
1: Oh portions,
0: What do you think?
1: Well, I, what do you maybe think? Let the, us know.: On <laughs> the last one, so Yeah, let's,
0: let's read this. So we can skip the, the names and stuff.
1: Gave some pretty solid advice. Switch therapists immediately. The whole point of therapy is that the therapist has boundaries and doesn't share their personal life with their patients
0: true she so, should not have mentioned the the boyfriend at all
1: yeah and honestly i just wouldn't see the same therapist as a yeah someone you know maybe unless uh, you're doing like a couple's hard.
2: yeah a couple's thing yeah
1: yeah so not only did a previous patient the question asker's boyfriend say this therapist was too casual but the therapist also brought up another patient unprompted. So.
0: Yeah, that's like a HIPAA violation.
1: Yeah. I. It's well, like a
0: big ethics so. problem too.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with that. I guess we didn't touch on that part, portion.
0: Yeah, and we should have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next advice question. There are two children that live across the street from us, age six and nine-ish, who have serious boundary issues. They walk into our house without knocking. <laughs> Ring the doorbell during the day when my husband is sleeping. Oh, no. Ask us for food and drinks or just help themselves without asking. And ask my kids to give them their toys or money.
0: Oh, I feel both like angry and also concerned.
1: Yeah. Same. Yeah. We are very firm with them, always telling them this is not your house. You have to knock or you can't have our dinner. We are firm, but they are willful and resistant. It's a constant battle.
0: I Hate everything about this, including the fact that they leave their doors unlocked. Yeah. I always have my doors locked. What's going on here?
1: I do want to say, well, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of people who have their doors unlocked. Um, but, oh, yeah, there's a couple things going on. They probably don't get some of this stuff at home, which is bad. But also, it's nice they do have someone to go to, but it, I can see the annoyance. So that is difficult. Um,
0: That is definitely a serious boundary issue. I don't even know. I mean, how would I handle that? I guess I'd talk to their parents. Yeah.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, you almost have to just talk to the parents. But I have a feeling that nothing will really change.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, if the kids are acting like that, they're probably getting some of the behavior from their parents.
1: Right. Or, like, their parents just won't care enough to say no. Right. Um, Because honestly, if they're like going over to the house all the time, their parents might not even know that they're just walking out of the house. Uh, They might not even be home. I don't know. So that's bizarre. I don't know because I'm not a parent. So this one's hard anyway, because I'm thinking about when I was younger, like my friends would come over and maybe ask for snacks often. Like Mm -hmm. and so my mom always told me, like, never ask for food at someone's house. And so like other people just aren't taught that. And I always thought, like, oh, wow, their parents didn't tell them that. But it wasn't bothersome to us. So I don't know. This is a little more drastic
0: yeah. situation. I would have a lot of trouble, like, handling people just walking into my house, like, unasked. Yeah. That would be, like, a extreme violation for me.
1: Well, I've been in meetings before with someone where she's like, oh, the neighbor kid's coming over again. Like, she's in a meeting. She's like, he's at the door. Hold on one second. And so, like, then I think the neighbor... I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Would just come over to like do their arts and crafts project in their house or something. It was kind of I don't know the relationship there, but I'm pretty sure she probably got a little annoyed by that too. And so I think it is maybe setting boundaries with parents. Maybe the parents have no idea they're doing this or need to say stop. Let's I, see.
0: I don't even want to like think about the that professional situation.
1: advice. They recommend reaching out to the school and other Mm. community members to see if this has been an issue with others and if anyone's tried anything already. But then she dropped the big reminder. These are still kids in need and something's gone awry. Is that how you say that? Awry. Ary. Yeah,
0: it's like awry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awry. She suggested this mom try adding a dash of kindness to her firm boundaries when dealing with these persistent roaming children yeah that's hard
0: I grew up in the forest like 12 or 15 miles outside of any town Yep. and that just didn't happen like nobody Um, would just show up at your house because you're you're living in the middle of the woods yeah so like maybe that's why I'm like extra freaked out by the idea
1: probably because when I grew up yeah many times there were neighbors that would just stop at the doorstep and be like can we come over and play (laughs) and so that's just like another thing my like my mom was very aware of like what might bother other people so she probably has a little bit of a people pleaser but also maybe just polite Mm -hmm. like never ask to invite yourself over i don't know she wouldn't say just show up at someone's doorstep so i don't know if it's just because no one was home they needed somewhere to just hang out and be watched while the parent is away i feel like that's common in neighborhoods because i feel like dan's talked about his neighborhood being like that too
0: I think this is the first time I've lived in a neighborhood where it's like houses. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a totally new experience for me. Like when we go for walks around our neighborhood, people see us. Yeah. From their houses. And then like if they happen to bump into us, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we saw you walking last week and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just to me, it feels very bizarre. And I know it might be normal for living in a neighborhood. I've just never experienced it before. Yeah. So it's like, I always feel like a little bit weirded out that there are people yeah. living around me.
1: Or even, so like my parents' house has a backyard that goes to the street, cause it's a corner house. So like part of the backyard's on the street. So when you're in the backyard, you do see people like walking by all the time. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's ways my parents have gotten to know people who pass by anyway. They just say hi and then they end up talking forever. And yeah. You just see a lot more people in
0: a neighborhood. Can
1: I read this one? Sure. It's longer.
0: (laughs) I recently got a new boss and things have gotten weird. Mm. To kick off her experience, she hosted a series of team bonding activities, which included a lot of happy hours and lunches. During the happy hours, she would consume a lot of alcohol and make sexual jokes and comments. It didn't really bother me, and I'll admit I find myself chuckling a few times, but after several weeks of happy hours, I realized things were going too far. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. Frequency is important with some of this stuff. Okay, so at our last outing, she literally asked everyone there how many sexual partners they'd have. Whoa. And if we shied away from answering, she booed us until we acquiesced. I don't know what to say, so I just made up a number to get out of the line of questioning. I wanted to leave, but I felt pressured to stay because those who attended the happy hours seemed to get more perks. Flexible mm. hours, work from home days, etc. This, this is all sorts of bad. And I don't even know, like, okay, I'm going to keep going. I don't know what to do. I feel like since I originally laughed and engaged with uh, in the more surface level sexual jokes and comments, now I'm part of the problem. I think this goes back to what we said before. It's never too late to like speak up, yeah. Even if you feel like you were like participating, and all this happens all the time in the workplace, where somebody's doing something inappropriate, uh, or maybe even sexual in nature, and people laugh. But there are lots of reasons why people do that, and there's there's like power dynamics. You don't want to upset the boss. There's laughing because you are uncomfortable that's a normal reaction to being uncomfortable um i i don't think you should feel like uh even if you are in some way you know laughing at this kind of stuff that's not a reason to like stop you from like reporting it to hr Mm -hmm. Uh, because this is clearly inappropriate this person's feeling uncomfortable I promise there are lots of other people in that same situation who are also feeling uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. That's why I would really hope there is like, I feel like that I would hope there's like an anonymous way to contact HR and tell them about this. Cause then that would make this person feel more comfortable. But even if there isn't, I feel like you could contact someone and that way it lets someone else be able to handle the situation. Cause I know I personally would be very uncomfortable even bringing it up to the boss. Or mm-hmm. problem causer. That's yeah, why it's important to have HR something to handle the situation for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's I think it's hard for people that are in like smaller offices that might not yeah. even have HR. But if your company has HR, um, this is exactly the kind of thing, uh, and even like less severe situations like should be reported because um, if they're doing it like once off to you or around you. Uh, there's a good chance that they're doing it to other people. And and if people are feeling, like, uncomfortable at the workplace, then they're not happy, they're not engaged. Yep. It's it's just bad across the board.
1: Definitely needs, yeah, to be addressed. Should we read?
0: Yeah, let's see what they say. I don't know so if we missed anything.
1: They suggest this employee pump the brakes on letting their boss think this kind of talk sits right with them. You're allowed to object to this even though you laughed along earlier. Also, you're allowed to change your mind. Maybe it didn't bother you at first, but it does now. You're allowed to feel it's gone too far. Mm -hmm. Um, Recommends a trip down the hall to the good folks at HR. I doubt the boss will be comfortable with that conversation.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, we sort of jump straight to HR. And I think a lot of times that is the right move, Um, Mm -hmm. especially in like this severe of a situation. Uh, but you can also speak up like directly to the person. And uh like I've done that at the workplace, not with like this exact kind of situation, but um, you know, addressing it directly with the person is also a good first step. But obviously it can be uncomfortable to do that, especially if the person in question is like above you in the hierarchy. So it is also totally fair to skip straight to HR instead of talking to them directly. Let's have this be our last one. Okay. Okay. Wait, you want me to read it?
1: Yeah. Two and two.
0: (laughs) Okay. My close friend, a 28 year old man married a wonderful guy three years ago. They were both very fit. The husband is still fit, but my friend has gained a shocking amount of weight, like a hundred pounds. I'm really concerned for his health. Yeah, that's a that's quite yeah. a bit. When, wait, how many years ago is this? Three years. Yeah, that's a lot. When I mentioned my worry to his husband, he patted my friend's huge belly and said, "More of him to love." Should I let this go or try to find out what's going on? Uh, you should let it go. Like, <laughs> if if you asked, uh, I think that's fine. You know, it's it's fine to be concerned about your friend, but if they I mean, they were both there. They had the opportunity to tell you what the issue is. And if they're keeping it uh, to themselves, then.
1: Yeah. And it's I definitely valid to be concerned for his health. But I do think I would hope that your friend or the guy's husband is also concerned about the health Um and it might be a touchy subject, and they know that, so that's why he's kind of going around it, like, more of him to love. But I don't think it's your place necessarily mm-hmm. to poke around.
0: What if it's like a feeder relationship?
1: Can you
2: explain that?
0: It's like, <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay, so it's like when one of the the partners uh, – Enjoys overfeeding the other partner to uh, get them bigger.
1: Yeah, so they won't
0: move no. them
1: and find someone else. Oh, I
0: didn't even think about that. <laughs> but no, it's like a uh, like a, a sexual thing.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: Man, I I would be concerned about. I would still be concerned about my friend's health. But like, yeah, I think I think in that context, like they're trying to make light of it in some way. Clearly, they're aware of it. I think I would let it go.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been in situations where even the family talks about it and I've been kind of uncomfortable because it's also like they know what they look like and they know, like I just feel weird pointing it out or poking even more. I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things. I go back to volleyball, but like if you know you did a bad pass, like, you know, you did it. Someone doesn't need to point out like, hey, that was a bad pass. And so it's similar. I'm sure they know they've been gaining weight, but I don't know. Yeah. What do they say? Tells this question asker, the intensity of our curiosity about a subject does not make it our business if it's not. Everyone else in this situation is happy and in fact seems to not even realize there is a situation. makes you wonder if there really is a situation at all, doesn't it? The point is butt out. Dude's getting big, but he's also getting happy. (laughs) Good on him. I like that. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, that's our advice corner. I think we're good at it.
1: Yeah, I like it. And I also like reading when there is someone else giving the advice too, but we might not always have that if you guys ask us directly.
0: (laughs) We're experts now, so bring it on. Yep. Um, You know we didn't do this episode. What? Welcome oh my to God. the wardrobe. <laughs> this is the Who You Know podcast. I'm Rylan Deemer.
1: And I'm Elisa Wilde. Uh,
0: that was today's episode. <laughs> Maybe we should just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, thanks,